Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. Our guest for this week is Maria Berglund. She is a Canadian living in Oregon, and she met her husband at UVic on their first day of school. After graduating, they decided to live a nomad life and moved to Australia for a year where Dan learned to make wine, then to Victoria and then to Kelowna, BC. In 2013, it was time for them to move to Oregon to be near a larger city and, of course, near wine country. Maria is an incredible stay-at-home mom to three boys, and she founded In-Kind Boxes in the spring of 2019. Now listen up. For this week's episode, we have a very special ask, which is to support Maria and In-Kind Boxes. Tune into this episode to learn exactly what Maria does and how this Mother's Day you can pass the kindness forward by purchasing a gift box for a new mom-to-be to support her on her postpartum journey and to give back at the same time. Ever wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs and spiritual mentors, we get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the app store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. We are super, super thrilled today to have Maria with us from In Kind Boxes. She's absolutely incredible. Maria, welcome to the Dissecting Success podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so fun. Now I know you are a fan of our podcast and that's how we all connected, which is incredible. And so you know that we always kick off our uh, podcast with one question. So I'm going to dive right in, Maria. What does success mean to you? Um, For me, success has changed over time and I feel like um, I love the definition that I've kind of settled on in the last few years, which is um, success, meaning like a sense of fulfillment. It's more like a feeling that you have inside and not so much like a list of accolades or accomplishments. I love that. And you mentioned that it's now the sense of fulfillment, this feeling that you have on the inside. Yeah. How has that shifted and how does that maybe play into what you do in your life and how you show up and the business that you've built? Because I always am very curious to see how this journey of success and the definition has progressed and how it shows up in your life. Right. Um, so I would say like 
I have been through kind of like more like a self-discovery journey and more of um, understanding that my self-worth isn't defined outside, but it's defined within. And for the longest time, like I used to think that my productivity, the grades that I was getting, the job title that I had, like that was what was making me like a worthy human being. And I feel like now um, I just, I know that I'm worthy and have value regardless of my productivity levels or what job title someone gives me, but just like what I'm doing to put good energy out into the world is, is what's fulfilling and what, um, what makes me worthy. That feels successful for me. I love that. I love that. I think that that is such an important, you know, journey or trajectory that we take, because I feel like so many of our listeners, I'm sure can relate to that, that so often we attach our self-worth to results, to the things that we have, to the job title that we have, rather than understanding that we're all innately worthy. And so when we come full circle and we really start to see our worth as something that's that's again, like this, this thing that's from within inside of us, like there is nothing that we could own or have or experience that would somehow make us more worthy. And I think that's really, really cool. And, you know, I love you such a humble person, Maria, and you do such incredible work. I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about in-kind boxes and how it came to be and what you do with that project because I find it so inspiring Mm -hmm. and I would love for our listeners to know what you're doing because it is amazing. Oh thank you that's very kind of you to say. Um, Yeah I would love to share more about in-kind. So um, first the kind of reason why I started it, um, I was raised by a single mom who had um, little to no means. And uh, so we we relied really heavily on community support for things like diapers and formula and food and things like that. And so I, I understand how valuable having that like village and kindness from the community, um, it's really important for me to pay that kindness forward. And um, I, <clears throat> sorry, uh, a couple of years ago, I just was looking around trying to see like how I could support moms in postpartum having one kid in Canada and then two in the US and like understanding the healthcare system differences and how like, expensive it is for families to have children here. I was just trying to think of ways um, to support moms in that postpartum phase. And I was just like, one day to my husband, I was like, I'm just going to make something myself that is really high quality, that is natural and organic and something that I would want to use for myself. Like, just because someone is in need doesn't mean they aren't deserving of these high quality things. And he just kind of looked at me and was like, okay. <laughs> and so I was just like, I'm just going to figure it out. And um, yeah, I just did a lot of research and just kind of like, it's like the chicken or the egg. It's like, do you build the box or what goes in the box? How do you do all this stuff? Cause I'd never done anything like this before. And um, 
yeah, I'm just really proud now that we have this gift box for moms to support them in postpartum. And it has things for moms to feel special and things for the baby as well. Cause often shower gifts are just geared toward the baby. And, um, anyway, so yeah, for every gift box that we sell, we donate one, one to a mom in need. And, um, we've, donated almost 200 gift boxes to moms across the U.S. just in 2021 so far. Whoa, that's amazing because it's not like at the time of recording, we're only a few months in or maybe it's four months. Time has no essence in (laughs) pandemic. (laughs) Well, that's amazing. So what are you on track? Like how many what's your goal for 2021? How many boxes do you want to donate this year? Um, Well, last year we donated 460 and I would love it if we could hit 600 this year or more like this guy's the limit. I started off being like, oh, we'll just double like what we did last year. And it's amazing to have those big goals, but also like I kind of also don't want to like stress myself out too much by putting a lot of pressure on. But I guess if you set the bar high, then it feels cool if you hit that goal. But yeah, yeah, it's it's really fun to be able to do this. And we opened up this nationwide gifting program this year because I wanted to touch moms in more pockets across the United States. And I feel like um, there are definitely some areas that need more help than others in the U.S. as well. So if a mom, um, you know, re- would would like your support in yes. receiving a box, like, what is that process? She can go to our website um, under programs and um, right at the top there is the application so they can apply for themselves or someone could nominate someone else on their behalf. Um, We've also asked organizations that um, support moms in need like through diaper banks or even like doulas and midwives if they're supporting a mom and they see that um, she could use our help we would love it if they would also go through the website for that. Thanks for asking. I love that. And, you know, I think that is such an incredible, you know, story and how you came to create this. And I love that, you know, you grew up in an environment where you experienced the need for certain things. And so for you to actually, you know, in your adult life to bring that back and to be like, you know what, I think every mom and baby and every mom especially that goes through this postpartum stage and I'm not a mom but I've had many have many mom friends in my life you know to support people and to also have this understanding just because somebody has a need doesn't make them deserving of some really you know luxurious and good things that would help them and I just think that's so incredible because I feel like when we Maybe, you know, I had a stage in our life where financially, especially we experience hardship. And I feel like a lot of people are in that boat right now, right? Like a lot of people have been having a hard time. Um, We often, you know, make it mean something about us. So even if we want to purchase something, right, we are like, and, and I see this a lot with women that were like, no, you know, I don't deserve this, or I shouldn't be buying this for myself, because it's, it's this luxury item. And sometimes that also happens or a lot of the times I also see this happens when we have the means to buy it, right? It's not always just because we don't have the means, but somehow we 
we have this feeling that we're not deserving. And so I just find it so inspiring that you've, you know, that that was the beginning of it to say, you know what, I want to support women in that stage in their life. And I want to not only support the ones that have the means, but the one that have the means get to contribute to some, some other mom out there who really could use an uplifting moment, a gift to arrive at their doorstep. And I just love that so, so much. And oh my God, like anybody listening, you know, if you know anyone who's uh, soon to be mom, because it sounds like it's a, it's a shower gift, right? Yeah. Anyone who's a soon-to-be mom, or maybe they've just became a mom in the last, I don't know, even like month, it probably is still applicable, you know, go check out in-kind boxes and, you know, buy a box because every time you do, you're supporting somebody else. And, you know, I, I just find that, I just think that's incredible because I love to buy things that I know are supporting and I'm a big believer that when one of us rises we all rise and what a beautiful way when we purchase something to know that we're not just purchasing something for a friend or someone we love but we're also donating at the same time a gift box to someone who really really needs it right now who really needs some good news so ah 600 let's do it yeah let's do it yeah Let's do it. So fun. Mm-hmm. So tell me, Maria, before you did in kind, mm-hmm. what were you up to previously? And how has your life maybe changed, you know, doing, you know, the work that you're doing now where you are contributing at such a high level and how was that journey? Like, what was that pivot? Like, um, so before, before, um, I had kids. So I went to university for like a pre-law degree. I did political science and Greek and Roman studies. And I was like, I'm going to be like a big shot lawyer and I'm going to help moms in, in a different way. Like, cause my mom had like legal battles and was trying to think of ways that I could give back and also like make enough money to like, you know, have like a, a good life whatever that means. And, um, and then once I finished at UVic, um, I, I was like, I don't want to do any more school. I don't want to go to law school. That sounds super boring. And, um, and we moved to Australia for my husband, do winemaking. And then I ended up going back to school to, um, I did a diploma in, um, in business, I meant to see like if, if doing an MBA would be like something of interest. And I really loved the marketing stuff. And that's always been super fun for me. But then during that time, I was just like working sort of like random jobs to fill space, nothing like of really that significance. And, um, I just, I found like a decent job after we got married. And then I so became a stay-at-home mom after Wesley was born. So I never really had like a serious like career-based job after university or anything like that. And I kind of have just always like gone to the beat of my own drum. 
even though in the beginning I thought like law school and I'm going to do this and this and like have a very like structure organized life. And, um, and then when I was a stay at home mom, I like took over the board of a local mom's club and like, um, that's volunteer. And just like to bring women and moms together to feel that like love and supportive energy and like spreading kindness within that community, because these women all feel quite lonely and it's really hard job. And so starting in kind is kind of like taking those elements of like marketing that I enjoyed and, and stuff from school and also spreading kindness and love in some way and like melding those things together because the marketing stuff for in kind has been really fun for me to have like a creative element to it. Yeah. So that's a long-winded answer to your question. I love that. And as a marketer, <laughs> I think what you're doing is brilliant. And, you know, cause this is a dissecting success podcast. Why don't we talk about some of your wins, some of your brags, some of your brag, bang, brag, brag, bags, <laughs> bags, brags. Stunt twister. Let's talk about some of your brags that you've had with InKind, like some of the marketing wins or partnerships or media coverage. Cause on your social media, like you're always like, it just looks like you're up to some really cool stuff and you're getting some really, really impressive, you know, mentions in the media or opportunities. Yeah. We've been really lucky with, um, people getting behind our message to, uh, to want to share and support and um, bring awareness to what we're doing. So influencer marketing was really big for us and it still is. Um, but last year I was like pushing really hard for that. And um, we had some really big names like um, Sarah Nicole Landry's The Birds Papaya, um, Ashley Freeborn of Smash and Tess did an unboxing in her stories. Nice romper, Blair, very good. I almost wore mine today. Um, and uh, Kat and Nat have shared about us a bunch in their stories. Um, and But also like in the US, we've had um, some other great influencers and um, some giveaways and collaborations. The Conscious Kid gave away um, some of our gift boxes on their page um, in the fall. And so we've just been so lucky with people showing kindness to us and wanting to share about what we're doing. And I just really love when people like you ladies give someone else the platform to share about what they're doing, that energy is like so amazing and it has a ripple effect and it feels so good, you know, to be invited and to get to share, but also like for you both, I feel like as well, it makes you feel good to give someone else that opportunity. Um, it's just, kindness is just wonderful. I just love it. I love that. And I really, I mean, I think what you're doing is beautiful and you know, even going back to what you wanted to do with your previous dream of being a big shot lawyer and helping moms and whatnot. Yeah. It seems like you're really driven by giving back, by being of service to others. And I mm -hmm. think that's really special. And I want to acknowledge that because oh, there's a lot of people in this world that are very me centric, very selfish. They, you know, and that's fine too. Like I feel right now, like I want to be me centric, but that's because I've been very everyone else centric for a while. But the fact that you are building a career and doing projects and taking things on that are helping other people just shows what kind of phenomenal human you are. And I just want to give you 
all the praise in the world because I think it's so important. I've been volunteering since I was 12. I used to volunteer with um, at a senior's home with um, people who didn't have family members who had severe Alzheimer's. I volunteered with Ovarian Cancer Canada. I've helped a refugee family immigrate to Canada. And right now I'm, you know, the founder of the I'm Resilient Project. And it's a space where people can share stories of resilience and help them heal you know, through difficult times. And so I understand the importance of giving back and what it makes me feel. And I know why I do it. And we all have our reasons. And, you know, I think for you to do what you're doing for new moms, because you guys were in a similar situation and that you've always just want to go back to helping moms, whether it was your previous dream of being a lawyer or with your in-kind boxes, I just want to, you know, applaud you for that. And if you're listening out here and you, you want to, you know, learn more about, Maria and what she's up to, please look into her and support her. Like we are all very connected on social media. Um, you know, you might have a hundred people on your Facebook or 10,000 people on your Instagram, but I feel like there's perpetually always a new mother emerging, someone about to have a baby. So why not give a gift, you know, like this, like the in-kind boxes to not only support your community, but moms who really need that extra support. Yeah. Thank you so much, Blair. Yeah. I I love that. And I feel like it, if you, when you can give a gift, like Teresa said, or of like something that, you know, it's going to make that person that you're giving it to feel really good. Cause it's like an awesome gift, but also the give back element, it just like, that's like a double whammy. I feel like that's just kind of like really seals it for a lot of people when they find that out, because you know, a lot of people think like, oh, I'll just donate this thing for this family in need that, you know, we're not going to use in our house, like these like random objects or like samples or like coupons for things. And it's like, yes, people are grateful for receiving help, but like the quality of help makes such a big difference. Like when we were doing research for the gift boxes and asking people um, what, what supplies the moms they were supporting like could really use some of the women didn't even know or use nipple butter before and that just totally like boggles my mind like why that's self-care for you and you're deserving of that but like sometimes that just like gets put aside because you need to buy diapers instead or whatever the other thing is so yeah it's just really important to to care for the moms and the babies and the whole give back element is, I mean, the gift box, the selling part of it is just a means to the end because we just basically want to give away as many boxes as we can. Well, and you know what you just said, it reminds me of like when you're on an airplane, remember those airplanes, <laughs> um, you know, when, you, if there's an emergency and the oxygen drops, you put your mask on first before putting it on your kids. And yeah. you, I believe you can't pour from an empty cup. So you know, basically rub your nipples with nipple butter and you, you guys will be happy. Yes, exactly. Yep. Nipple butter first. <laughs> oh my God. That is so good. I'm so excited for you, Maria, and for this incredible company that you've built, because I feel like it's going to impact thousands and thousands of of women like I um to the point that I'm like I can't wait actually and we're in touch we're connected but I cannot wait to be knowing how many gift boxes are going to be given away by the end of this year I know your goal is 600 200 of those 
have already found new homes, which is incredible. But mm -hmm. I'm just really excited to see you know, where you're going to be at the end of the year. Because honestly, like with what Blair just said and to anybody listening to our podcast, anyone who's following us between, you know, just Blair and I, we should be able to get you to stick. <laughs> well, and it's the <laughs> pandemic baby boom, right? Like yeah. all, like everyone's, everyone's pregnant because that's all there was to do is get pregnant. <laughs> and so we should be able to make this happen. Yeah, like let's do this. It's going to be 600 or mm -hmm. something better. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to put that out there. 600 yes. or bust. Yes. 600. All right. Rising. Nobody <laughs> can see me rubbing my hands and spreading them up. Like, you know, I'm a great I love person. it. Um, I love you no. both so much. Oh my God. We love you. Mm -hmm. I think that it's so, so incredible. And, you know, I think that kindness is something that will never go out of style mm -hmm. and that when we all lead with kindness and compassion and when we're actually really thinking about you know how we're purchasing and why we're purchasing and really supporting companies um, you know that are doing really cool things like you or companies that are local and you know all those things and I'm sure you know there is a ripple effect even with everybody that's in your box and the quality and I just really love all what you stand for and also that you you know got to this point in your life where you're like that's what I'm gonna do right and your husband's like okay and you're like no no I'm gonna make it happen and you are doing it and I just think that that's so inspiring so Maria before we wrap up today's podcast I would love to know from you what's one thing like one golden nugget or wisdom that you would like to share with our listeners that are on their own path to success maybe they have an idea that they you know shared with somebody and they were like you're gonna do what right but what is that one thing that you would like to share with our listeners today yeah, I think the one thing I would say is just follow your own path. I feel like it's really important to just like listen to yourself and be true to who you are. And it's okay if people don't quite understand what it is you want to do, but just follow your own path because that's the ultimate way to finding your success. I love it. Follow your own path. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that's so critical. Follow your own path. Ugh, I love that so much also because to me, that's also staying in your own lane. Follow yeah. your own path, stay in your own lane, do your thing. Don't let anyone stop you. Um, Maria, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing your beautiful energy with us, your mission, your values. Like we've learned so much about you. You've contributed so much, not just to this podcast, but honestly, you're contributing so much to make this planet a, a, a better place. So thank you for what you do. I can't wait to see where this journey leads you. And we so appreciate having you today on our podcast. So have an amazing time and we will talk to you all soon. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. 
and follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more. 